name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things Baby Shower Edition. That's right. Yeah, you thought we were doing a shower for Chris. Actually, we just have a very special guest with today. It is this baby. Hello, baby. Welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, the baby talks. The baby's talking. <laughs> baby's first words was hi. <laughs> Holy shit. Call the mother. Actually, how did the baby get here? Whose baby is this? I don't know. I think we should set it outside, maybe. I call it Tommy Pickles. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Keith, the God baby. God damn it. Throw it in the trash. Get the baby out of here. By I the way, if I you're... A, who invited the trash baby? <laughs> if you're a new listener, what a weird fucking episode to hop in on. If you're an old hand at this show, welcome. Uh, you probably know if you're a patron that I, Chris, am having a baby daughter very, very soon, literally any minute now. And so that's what this episode's about. It was Steve's and Andy's idea to do an extra special baby shower diaper party episode to welcome my daughter into the world, streaming things style. So we're going to be talking about our favorite childhood movies, you know, core memories of us watching movies as children. And we got some uh, patrons to write in some emails about movies that they liked when they were tots. So it's going to be super, super duper fun. This episode is going to be all about the relationship status that, uh, Movies can bring with us. And see, the cops are coming right now to get, <laughs> to that get the baby because <laughs> we left it out on the porch. In the trash. Yeah. Because <laughs> it liked Heath bars. Uh, yeah. So it was really nice of you guys. Really kind. Um, I'm terrified. I already have a son. Uh, so it's not like I'm super new to to fatherhood, but he's nine and it's not like riding a bike. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's been a while since it really had to be looked after very closely. And by it, I mean my son. <laughs> <laughs> I've read that book. Child called it. You're a terrible dad. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's and I've never had a, obviously a daughter before because I got the son. So um, game changer, man. Really, really excited. Uh, to have a daddy's girl because my son's a mommy's boy. And I'm hoping <laughs> that uh, little baby Arya uh, will be, you know, a daddy's girl. I think she will. I mean, mm. look at look at you. <laughs> look at you. I am bald like she will presumably be. So there's that bonding right there immediately. <laughs> Same haircut. Come out with hair. You're going to be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Super long, luscious hair. How am I supposed to connect with this baby? Yeah. That's not mine. I have nothing in common with this. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been, wife? Um, it's a, I call her wife. So that's kind of a weird tidbit in our house. Just, oh, do you? Hello, wife. No, I don't. Does she go? Hello, husband. <laughs> hello, husband. Husband. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but we don't use our names either. I think it's baby, baby love. We pet, say that a lot. Names, right? Yeah. Baby love. We say that a lot. I'm giving you guys way too much information. Andy, what baby name have you given Chris? Um, snickerdoodle. Mm. Snickerdoodle. Yeah. Better than Heath Doodle, am I right? My little snickerdoodle. Oh, little snickerdoodle. <laughs> he does. I'm like, hey, man. Going to pinch them cheeks. I didn't give him one. It's kind of awkward. He's like, I mean, a snickerdoodle. I'm like, well, what's up, dude? All right, Andy. <laughs> Hello, uh, Drew. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> Drew. It sounded weird. weird. That's, what, that's what my family calls me. Is it really? Yeah, I think yeah. I've known that and just deleted it. I'm Andrew professionally. I'm Andy to my friends, and I am Drew at home. Indeed. I did not know this about you. That's what are you to part, your girlfriend? Um mostly andrew but andy also like it, it's back and forth it depends on the conversation it's babe like 90 percent of the time mm. so two percent of the time that's why i'm andy most days like it's like a kind of a multiple personality disorder thing that i'm dealing with mm. so spoiler alert that's andy's <laughs> username on twitter mm. yeah. you can follow me chris at movies art therapy and steve 
at Steve May 13. That was a fucking killer segue. I should do this professionally. You should. Wait, I do. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Speaking of professionally, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash streaming things to become a member of a variety of tiers to get a plethora of rewards. Most importantly, bonus episodes and content and the way that Steve just put out that question at the last minute about uh, the baby shower episode for childhood memories of movies. You can be privy to stuff like that and really, really join the show at the last minute when we come up with stuff like this the night before. You can even partake in episode polls. Polls! We we release Mm -hmm. bonus episodes only available on Patreon and we release polls where people can decide what it is we are going to be reviewing and we actually just had a poll gentlemen oh it's over now what won it is over i can say that the winner of this month's bonus episode poll was indiana jones and the temple Temple of doom Doom. never ending story almost got there i think temple of doom Doom literally held on by temple of dome is a different movie Mm -hmm. very different you can only find on certain websites why did it have to be done (laughs) paulie shore it's weird one (laughs) but no temple of doom one never ending story was a very very close second i think it literally only came down to like one or two votes it was that close so between those not two. to get political, but those of you that didn't vote now you're feeling pretty guilty, aren't you? Pretty <laughs> guilty. You could have you could have swayed the vote. You had the power. And if you're not a Patreon member, that tells you how important it is right there. If you had a real strong hankering for one of those other movies to win, that's what you missed out on. Uh, it's still it's a poll that is second only in importance to the North Pole. That's it's, it. Like P. Diddy said, you vote or you die. That's true. You guys remember that from like the 90s? Yeah, vote or die. Well, back then he was Sean Puffy Combs, I would imagine. Probably. Or Puff Daddy even. Uh, So we're really excited to uh, join you guys and let you in on our personal lives. And we're very, uh, just on a a little, uh, not whimsical, but emotional note, so grateful to all of our many listeners that have reached out to us and and told us that what we're doing is a good thing and encouraged us because it's a ton of work. Mm -hmm. It's very exhausting. uh, And it's good to know that it's worth it. You know, that, that's actually crucial because for a long time we were putting in this kind of effort periodically and not for a whole lot of reasoning. But I do want to shout out. There was about 120 people uh, that have stuck with us, I think, over the last five years and yeah. have talked to us on Twitter and, and emailed us through all of our iterations uh, like Enza and Carmelita and a bunch of others. Enza, a.k.a. the only person who listened to us on Spotify <laughs> for well, years. She's no longer that now, but for years, yeah. Enza literally was the only person. I looked at the demographics and found that out when I was comparing what our numbers were. And I was like, wow, Enza really was the only person listening to us on Spotify. One lonely lady listening to us in Belgium. And now she has so many friends as far as streaming things goes. I don't know what her social situation is like. (laughs) I imagine she's very popular in Belgium. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. One lonely lady with her cats. (laughs) I just picture her riding on the Uh, train. She has a dog, sir. (laughs) Damn you, Andy. An adorable dog. But we have a huge announcement because you're listening to this on Monday, probably right as we speak to them. We have a very special guest dropping uh, on an episode in a couple of days. We didn't want to announce it because we weren't for sure, but we think it's safe now. And by the time this airs, we'll know for sure if it happened. Uh, (laughs) But we've been confirmed by their manager and stuff. Uh, So, yeah, we have Cara Buono. What? Who plays Karen Wheeler on Stranger Things, coming as a guest onto Streaming Things to to talk about the show and, and her her life as an actor. And we've got a bunch of questions for her. So that's going to be awesome. I'm super stoked for that. Yeah, it's amazing. We actually are able to get uh, people from the show on the on, on our show now. It's incredible. Show from not the show. Just people. And, and not just people. 
Karen Wheeler, Karen. Cara Buono, the woman herself. One of the best TV moms to ever grace a screen. And by the way, before I forget, we should definitely give a thanks to Cody, who's a listener of the show, a 100%. fan of ours and a supporter of ours, who uh, was behind the scenes and made this happen because he's a casting director. Uh, and he reached out and, and said, hey, you guys trying to get guests? And we were like, we are. We've reached out to all the publicists. We've gotten a lot of no's, maybes and, and, and tumbleweed. Um, and he pulled some strings and made this happen. So it's a great start to what hopefully continues to be awesome guests for you listeners to to engage with. Um, and if you're a patron of streaming things, reach out to us with a question that you might have for uh, for Carabono. Now, and we'll we'll try to we'll, get it we'll to pick her. a couple Yeah, because this episode will drop at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have a few hours uh, to to drop some questions for us and we'll probably put something out on the feed as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely put something out on, on Patreon or something before then. But uh, if you're listening to this now, hop on real quick and Panic. send us cinnamon. Panic. Mm-hmm. Panic. Because we're probably talking to her in an hour or so yeah. as, as you listen to this. And that episode will drop this Wednesday. Yes. So that's awesome. We cut you guys in on that awesome news. That was the big surprise that we didn't know for sure was going to happen. And hopefully we got more stuff like that coming down the pipeline. Uh, and this Friday, we have Cat Lady JJ, uh, TikTok star, to talk about House of the Dragon. So you can listen to that episode on Friday because we're gearing up to just nerd all the way the fuck out on something like house of the dragon. And it's such a good conversation guys. I know a lot of you have written in talking about how much you love how our show is just three friends, very passionate about the show they're talking about in this case, stranger things. And you love our energy and our passion and our nerdiness. And if you love that about us, I really suggest that you listen to Friday's episode with JJ, uh, because Holy cow, that, like, that's four people who are super nerdy and super passionate and super excited and animated about House of Dragons, Game of Thrones. So even if that's not a show you're interested in, I think you can uh, mine some entertainment nuggets. Yeah, it was that. such a fun conversation and she was such a cool person, uh, fit in right into our dynamic. That was, I mean, I had a blast. Extraordinarily knowledgeable about the uh, source material and that is always so much fun. because. She- She's probably forgotten more about Game of Thrones than we've ever learned about it in our lifetime. Honestly, and it's not just like, uh, how much do you know about a thing? It's like, how engaged are you with it? How engaging can you be if you're talking about it? And she was a super, super wonderful guest to have. Oh, yeah. Yep. 100%. Because yep. you always wonder, you know, when you have somebody on, like, hey, are we going to mesh well? Like, what's this going to be? You know, there's some social. By the way, if you can't tell by how much TV and film we watch, <laughs> uh, you know, we're not always the most sociable people. Right. I mean, we kind of are, I guess. But at the same time, meeting a new personality in an intimate setting like that, like you get a little nervous. Like, hey, sure. is this going to be super awkward? Dude, she was Jumped right in, super easy to talk to. We could have went for hours and hours, but we know that episodes get a little long. <laughs> the long on the tooth. So check that episode out on Friday. We got a bunch more content planned for the future, not the least of which is our deep dive into the Temple of Doom movie for our Patreon feed. Um, so yeah, if you subscribe to, to our Patreon at patreon.com slash streaming things, you can hear the Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Doom breakdown. I'm Temple even, of the Doom. I'm not even totally sure I've seen that movie. I know. That's why we picked it. I'm going to find out. Well, I've definitely seen all the Indiana Jones movies, but it's been a long time since I've revisited them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, as a kid, uh, which is relevant to our episode today, partial to The Last Crusade, which might be a hot take. Uh, I that's, just love me my some, favorite. Is it really? Yep. Buddy, we just, we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love The Last Crusade. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, we have some listener emails about their favorite childhood movies, and we've got, we're going to talk about our favorite childhood movies right now. So let's uh, start things off with a little 80s-themed Mad Lib. Oh! <gasps> 
burying the lead there, Chris. Listener, we had we ran out of Stranger Things Mad Libs. The book was done. We had no more to do. Mm-hmm. So I bought a no new more book. I bought a new Mad Libs book, but fret not, it is 80s themed. So don't this fret, is the f- Boba Fett. Don't fret Boba Fett. Uh, so are you guys ready to do our first Mad Libs under the new book? The story is titled Back to the 80s. Perfect title. Let's mm-hmm. do this. All right, first up, I need a verb. Birth. Appropriate. Oh, are we let's do a baby themed one. Okay. Yeah. In honor of my future daughter. Color. Cyan. What is that a bluish? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's the color of the nursery. There you go. Is it a light blue? It is. Holy shit! <laughs> Andy, have you been in the nursery? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> verb past tense. Mm. Raised. Noun. Diaper. Plural noun. Ovaries. Verb. Adjective. Colicky. God damn it, I gotta spell that. C-O-L-I-C-K-Y. Colicky. Verb ending in I-N-G. Breastfeeding. Type of clothing. I was thinking onesie. Onesie? <clears throat> I hardly know we. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Type of clothing, plural. Moo-moos. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Moo-moos. Moo-moos. Past tense verb. Burped. Verb. Cry. Noun. Bottle. Is there any more nouns? Do Is, is it a good one? Maybe. What is it? Placenta. Okay. <laughs> Placenta. God damn it. Part of the body. <laughs> you had one job, Steve. You asked if there were any more nouns. I didn't know you were going to come in hot with placenta. <laughs> That's true. He didn't know it was a body. Is, should we Here, do, should we do a bottle and then placenta? Yeah, yeah. Instead of bottle, can I do a episiotomy? No. What the fuck is that? Is that the one where you that? slice the butthole? Yeah, it's where they slit the butthole to make the gap bigger for the baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> Verb. Vibe. To vibe. Exclamation. <laughs> A, a baby cry. A mewling. Yeah. Right. It goes like this. <laughs> Andy does a great newborn baby impression. It's crazy. Again, this is his Marty B. <laughs> uh, verb? Console. Last but not least, I need an adjective. Cuddly. Cuddly. Oh, cuddly little baby. Well, why don't you wrap yourself up, swaddle yourself in a blanket, get all cuddly so you can listen to this a uh, story called Back to the 80s at the end of this episode, at the end of the baby shower. How did we not come up with swaddle for a verb? Damn. Dang. 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 <laughs> <laughs> How did we been? not come up with dang for exclamation ever in any of these Mad Libs? I don't know. Right? I prefer... <laughs> Andy went fiddlesticks and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the uh, meat and potatoes of our episode. We're going to be talking about our favorite childhood movies. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, it could be yeah, like just, when I when I originally thought of this concept, listener, full transparency, I planned to do all sorts of crazy things like we're going to play baby shower games and all that stuff. But honest to God, real life got in the way and I could not plan that much. So really, I envision this topic to be very, you know, personal. And we're talking about our, our favorite movies when we were kids. Like, did we have a favorite memory growing up where we watched a movie with a parent person, perhaps? And like how that relationship affected us and how important that is to our lives. And I thought, I don't know. I thought that would be an interesting, maybe even vulnerable in some circumstances, uh, discussion. That would be nice. Yeah. And cool. Yeah. What, what came to mind immediately when you said that, uh, again, I've said it on the show many times, but I, I didn't really watch 
age appropriate movies, or at least not all the time. Like my, my household didn't have a like, Oh, you can't watch that. Cause it's rated PG 13 or, or even R, you know, it was just kind of a, unless it looked like really explicit or they had seen it in advance and it was just too much. It was just a, eh, you'll be all right. And uh, like, for instance, my dad, when did gladiator come out? Like the year 2000, 2000, I think. So I think, even though that seems late in life, we were very poor. I think that was the first time I ever went to a theater. Um, really was for that. Yeah. Both my parents took me to see gladiator and my mom was very sickly. So she didn't go do much with us with my dad many times after this. Um, wait, when did Lord of the Rings come out? 2001. Yeah. yeah. So gladiator would have been my first movie theater experience, I think. Um, and I would have been like 12 and so, and it's rated R. And so we went to see, you know, Maximus fight the, uh, the new Joaquin Phoenix emperor, uh, and avenge his wife and, and child. And, uh, father, a murdered son, yes. husband to a murdered wife. Yes. I will have my vengeance. I fucking love that movie. Uh, and I remember distinctly, my mom was like, this is too loud. Uh, and getting really upset. She did not enjoy it, um, but I had a great time watching this movie. I wasn't supposed to watch with my daddy and my mommy. Mm. And uh, so I think I saw Gladiator was my first theatrical experience. And that was back when you had to look at a newspaper and see oh, look what was times. showing oh, in the theater and what the times were. There was no, uh, was it Flickster that came out eventually when smartphones be, or the internet became popular? Uh, movie phone. Movie phone movie was the phone. one that I'm familiar with. Yeah. yeah. So before movie phone, we had to have, my dad had the newspaper say, <laughs> you want to see a, a moving picture, son? And I, had to, <laughs> I didn't know your dad was a newsie. Yeah. Sure, Paul. <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> Read all about it. Uh, so yeah, that's, that, that's just what came to mind immediately without prepping at all. Andy, mm. you got anything that came to mind immediately? Yeah. So what came to mind immediately was, uh, I, uh, so I'm the youngest of five, but my, uh, two siblings closest to me in age are very close in age. We were born in, uh, 85, 86 and 87. And so it was kind of the three of us and then our older siblings. Um, and so the three of us frequently had our, uh, dad's pick night and we did that all the time. We had this massive VHS collect collection in our basement and, uh, it was this uh, giant uh, like set of shelves that had all of these, what I eventually learned were bootleg tapes. They were black cases with little white labels. So dad, <laughs> nice. dad was uh, in, at the forefront of piracy for <laughs> I discovered. Um, uh, dude. FBI warning my ass. <laughs> and so uh, I uh, immediately thought of dad gets to pick the movie night. And so like the whole thing was for me and my brother and my sister to get the snacks ready, which was to make popcorn and uh, melt the butter and pour it, pour it over it. And then we'd all go sit in front of our TV. And back then uh, it was still like one of those wooden case TVs and stuff with yeah. the VCR sitting on top of it. Um, at some point it got like struck by lightning or something. It was crazy, crazy. Your TV got struck by yeah, lightning? Yeah, yeah. It was insane. Um, and, but so I, I distinctly remember us all getting the popcorn, the candy red or not the candy, the popcorn ready. And then we would all sit on these cushions around the TV and wait for dad to come back with his pick, which was almost always either, um, the incredible Mr. Limpet, which is <laughs> a 1964 movie with Don Knotts that's from the Andy Griffiths show. Uh, or it was, um, oh no, it's a Disney movie with the two dogs. 
uh, oh, fox! Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the, Lady tramp. the tramp. I almost said Fox and the Hound. You know also, the two dogs. The two dogs. <laughs> yeah. The Fox and the Hound. Yeah, Fox and the Hound was definitely in rotation yes. there too. But I, I watched The Incredible Mr. Limpet and uh, Lady and the Tramp so many times. It was like it was a big deal for us, and it was like, oh, we're doing that again. And his dad, dad was probably just like, here you fucking go. You know what I mean? But <laughs> for us, it, it was a, a big deal for the three of us to get to like to to do the prep while what 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 seemed like a big deal for us was for dad to pick the movie and uh so that was what immediately came to mind those two movies especially uh we watched uh a lot and it's really great memories of getting to do that with my brother and sister what about you steve what came to mind just off the top of your head off the top of my head uh i have this memory um so i'm a i'm i I didn't have a father growing up. I just had my mom um, for some crazy reasons. But around the time that my father left my life, it's weird because I don't think about this time that often. So, like, my my biological father was out of my life completely when I was four years old. And so now that I looked up this movie while we were sitting here thinking, because I thought of this and I, I'm looking at the date of this movie, I'm like, wow, this is like right around the time that my father was like out of my life. This is kind of adds a little bit more of a little slant to this memory that I wasn't aware of, which is kind of interesting. But I have this memory of going to a National Amusements Theater with my mom when I was four years old. Um, This was in 1991. And there was a really small movie theater in Milford, uh, Milford, Ohio. And it used to be behind, there was like, there's like a Kmart, I think, uh, the build the Kmart building's still there, but the 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 movie theater that was behind the Kmart is now a church, I believe. It looks like a movie theater. You drive by it, and like they still have the marquee, and the marquee's like Jesus saves. Uh, <laughs> but it was a really small movie theater, and we went to this theater and we saw the movie, An American Tale: Five Goes West. Oh, I nice. love that. Do you guys movie. remember that movie? Yes. So, uh, yeah, and it, the thing I remember most about it is like. Obviously, this is one of the first movies I had seen in a movie theater. I I can't recall if it was the first time I'd ever been to a movie theater before, but I can definitely say 100% it was the first time I'd ever been to a movie theater where it was just us. So it was just myself and my mom would be the only people in the theater. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, and I remember thinking... Like, you know, you know how you are when you're a little kid. You just don't really understand why things are the way they are. So I remember thinking as a little kid, like, wow, we must be really special. We're the only ones here. They're playing this movie just for us. Mm-hmm. And my mom, bless her heart's like, yeah, absolutely. It's like life is beautiful, but for a way less important reason. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> way, way lower stakes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, I mean, that's a great movie. And I, I, I. Both the five one movies have a very solid place in my heart because of the of the relationship I have with my mom over it. In fact, uh, uh, are you? Do you guys know the song that plays uh, the "Somewhere Out There" song? Somewhere yeah. out there, yeah. Da, 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 da. So that song is like the song that will always remind me of my mom because she would always sing that to me when I was younger. Cause th- that, that was like our thing. I have um, three older siblings. They're 12 and 14 years older than I am. So I was always kind of the odd kid out cause I didn't have siblings. I, I had siblings, but we weren't ever close. We're still not that close. And so growing up, it was always kind of like me and I played with my toys and I it was very kind of a, in a weird way, an only child, but not, it's, it's weird. I know what you mean. And so, my, but my mom always looked out for me and she went above and beyond for me. 
um, because I think of the situation with my, with my dad and her and the way that ended. And, and she was very aware that I was always kind of like in a weird bubble of my own. And so, uh, her taking me to the movies at such a young age and like having this kind of relationship with that song was, it, it's very important to me. And it, to the point where like when I got married, that was our song that we danced to was that one. So yeah, it's a very, very fond memory. And I'm a little tearing up a little bit right now. <laughs> By the way, listeners, I'm learning all this about Steve for the first time. So if you guys don't know this, Steve's not, I don't know. You're not like a closed book per se. Like you're very, you're very amiable. You're very, you know, kind hearted, but you're, you keep <laughs> you're your smoke show, Steven. Oh my God. Thank you. You keep your personal life close to your chest. I've known you for what? Seven years now or so, you know, something like that. Something like we've been doing the show for five or six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, recently learned that you were only raised with your mother and all of this I'm hearing for the first time. So I'm just, <laughs> I, he's getting always, very comfortable with you listener. That's what I'm saying. I've always been the type of person, like I'll tell you what it is, but I won't like, you have to almost ask me cause I never won't like just come out and say things. I almost I'm the opposite. Prompted. I'm like at the bank and they're like, how you doing, sir? And I'm like, I just took a shit. You know, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you everything. Uh, Was but, it a good one? <laughs> I've been dying to tell somebody. Uh, so I just, you know, feel special listener. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, all these memories are flooding back to me. I guess like when I think of movies and I think of a kid, um, you know, my dad, that memory with the gladiator thing and the two times he took me to see uh, Lord of the Rings movies. So he took me on Christmas to see fellowship of the ring. And then next Christmas, two towers, just me and my dad, that became our thing. But I think I saw return of the King with Andy and some friends. We did a midnight showing. My brother, Adam drove us. Yeah. (laughs) So that was really special to me because my dad didn't actually spend a lot of time with us. He was always like, really, there was a lot of mental illness in my family, you know, my, and my mom had like actual cancer. Uh, so we didn't hang out a lot. I was always by myself playing with the toys or whatever. I can like frequently remember carrying a chessboard into my dad's like in the living room and him being like, nah, I'm too tired, son. I'm sorry. You know, and just me being like so devastated. Um, and I think about that a lot now and like my own parenting, cause I'll be so stressed about finances or this and that. And like my son will be trying to play. And I try to remember that, like, I didn't give a fuck how much money we had or, you know, what was going on or whatever he thought he had to give me for me to be happy. Cause he was so stressed, like, oh, he needs better clothes or he needs this, or I didn't care about any of that. I just wanted him to play with me, mm-hmm. you know? So I try to think about that when my son is in that mode, especially when he was a toddler and stuff, because I was really, really stressed back then. And, um, so yeah, I just bring that to the forefront of my mind. Like, just play with him, get down and build the Legos. That's all he wants. He has no idea we're about to lose the house. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? <laughs> he does not care wherever you end up. He'll be like, this apartment's dope, dad, you know? Um, what so do you anyway, think the movie's going to be that he's going to associate with you from childhood, like hot fuzz. Probably. Yeah. I don't know if he even had, I think, I don't even know if he remembers that very much. I talked to him about like, Hey, you remember when you wanted to be a police officer for like, three years he, he wore the costume every yeah, day he literally so my son wanted to be a police officer and i got him when he was like two uh a little police officer outfit with the hat and the glasses and the shirt and the badge and the pants that's adorable uh, he wore that until he was almost five on like an almost daily basis you know what i mean like everywhere we went like andy can attest to it like oh, we went yeah. to the aquarium or he's always dressed in full cop regalia 
and he his favorite movie in the because I would I try to I tried really hard to watch age appropriate things because he's like three right like I'm just gonna be honest with the audience <laughs> I tried but you can only watch Paul Patrol so many times like what has a cop in it what has a cop in it you know <laughs> Paul Patrol sure but then if you're a parent you know you have to fucking watch whatever it is over and over and over and over so eventually I snapped <laughs> and I was like I got a cop for you <laughs> I popped in Edgar Wright's hot fuzz like there's some f-bombs and stuff but he hears those around the house anyway he's a pretty good kid he doesn't repeat them other than that it's fine uh he loved it police angel police angel because i also watched <laughs> uh Shaun of the dead with him <laughs> and he loves zombies too at that yeah. age so zombies and police so i think in Shaun of the dead is named the uh what's his name uh simon Pegg's character's name is angel correct and Shaun of the dead is named sean Ah, that's right. And it's Angel <laughs> it, it, and Hot Angel Fuzz. And Hot yeah. Fuzz yeah. So he called Nicholas him Pol- Angel. He called him Police Angel was what he, what he called the character. And uh, yeah, we watched that dozens and dozens of times. But that was when I realized that Edgar Wright might be my favorite director because every single time, and I'm talking twice, two or three times a day, I'd watch it. I had a great time. Uh, but it was funny. The very If you guys remember that movie. Uh, there's the police station spoilers for hot fuss. The police station explodes <laughs> at the end. Yeah. And so he's watched uh, multiple like uh, people get murdered and killed. And cause it's, it's kind of a violent movie, right? It doesn't face him at all. He knows it's fake. I've, ex- I've sit with him. I explain everything. Not a big deal. When the police station explodes at the end, he was destroyed and i could not see this coming because like the building like falls on a dude's head at one point and he just unfazed like ha 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 right this is fun police angels fine but when the police station exploded i looked over at him this is very end of the movie and you could see like when you know when a when your child like starts to fall apart like the the lip quivers and the eyes fill with tears and i was like is he about to And he was like inconsolable for a few minutes. And I was like, they're going to re, you know, and I'm trying to, they're going to rebuild it. They're going to rebuild it. <laughs> so most people, it's like Bambi or Marley and me or something. For me, it was hot fuzz when the police station exploded. <laughs> that was his Bambi. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but, but when I was a kid, uh, what I was going to get to is most of my time was spent alone in the local movie rental shop would be most of my movie memories, you know, like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old would be movie warehouse, whole the, movie warehouse down the street, walking between the aisles and looking at, and that's how I ended up watching mostly adult movies. Cause like mom's talking to the store clerk and I'm picking whatever I want and she doesn't watch movies. So she doesn't fucking know what it is. So I'd come back with Conan, the barbarian and universal soldier and Highlander. And that's what I picked because that looks badass, you know, and I had a couple kids movies. I loved though. Sword in the stone was my go-to Disney film. It's a great, film. Uh, but I also loved the Fox and the Hound, which you mentioned. That was one of my very favorite movies. Um, and I'll do uh, the Fox and the Hound, maybe the first movie in my life that made me cry. Oh, it's, <laughs> I remember being a little kid and there's that, there's that song when they stop being friends and they're like looking at each other or oh, I'm sorry. When the, the, the 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 mother of the fox like drops him off at the woods and there's that really sad song playing and they just keep looking at each other no. and he's like why won't you pick me up and she's like you gotta go dude stop 
<laughs> Stop right now, Steve. <laughs> That's it. That was Steve. Welcome to the show where we just cry about Fox and the Hound. <laughs> I watched a lot of RoboCop. I love Murphy. Uh, <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> I watched so, uh, and this is probably the like the foundation of why I love musicals and stuff. But I watched so many musicals as a kid, like uh, The Sound of Music. I watched that. I don't know how many times. Uh, my first movie that I saw in theater that I can remember is Aladdin. Uh, came out in '92. Uh, wow. And uh, oh my god, like the soundtrack for that played all the time. One of the first CDs I, I did ever love owned. Aladdin was the uh, Pocahontas soundtrack for some reason. That's I a fire ass that. album. Oh, dude. it's incredible. I just don't know why I owned it. Um, uh, Do you remember playing like the Aladdin game? Oh yeah. That was like was that Sega first game that I ever played on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Um, and that game was incredible. It was so much fun. That and the Lion King game. Lion King's so hard though. I only played those at the, oh, that game's uh, a kick in the dick. children's hospital. They had like a Super Nintendo. You remember that? Like three of them oh, in like yeah, the yeah. waiting room. And that's the only time I would get to play those. Uh, and so I was like, fuck yeah, I go in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother's really hurt. That's cool. Hell yeah, Lion King. <laughs> Last time I made to level three. Way to get chicken pox so hard your eyes swelled shut, buddy. Nux. <laughs> Real bro move there. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. You want to play? Oh, you can't see? Too bad. <laughs> but also, if, like, if I pick my hot fuzz, if I was thinking about the movie that I owned on VHS that I came home from school. So every single day I get home at around three o'clock, get my little snacky snack and I'd pop that bad boy in the V uh, the VCR. Can you guess what it was? It came out in 1997. It also had a fire ass hit soundtrack. That was an original soundtrack developed by the star of the movie. It coast mile. It <laughs> <laughs> Mom's spaghetti, baby. It co-starred Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, it had a, a okay. iconic performance from Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, it's got aliens. Oh, Men in Black. Men in Black. Okay, we are the Men in Black. Men in Black. <laughs> Galaxy Defender. I was obsessed with that movie. I and I couldn't tell you why. You know how kids just latch on to stuff. Um, I mean, it's a cool movie. Like that movie at that time was like tailored for kids. And I was nine oh, years age. old. Yeah. I'm exactly the. I was exactly the age my son is now. Um, and again, I didn't have anybody showing me stuff. You know, it was all just me wandering the movie warehouse aisles and kind of finding my own thing. I remember my mom just specifically, I have a core memory of her walking into the living room and I had a big bowl uh, of chips and uh, just fucking smashing them. And she looked at the TV and she was like, are you watching that again? And she was so disgusted. <laughs> Man in black. You know, I'm just dancing. And like, Fuck yeah, I am. Get out of here, mom. It's a fun party in here, mom. You want to know Debbie Downers? <laughs> that was probably my favorite movie that year for sure. But I was also obsessed with Braveheart. I was a weird kid, man. Braveheart was incredible. It came in two uh, cassettes, the, v, the VHS yeah. cassettes. It's like that and Titanic were the two big ones that I can remember. Yeah, the, we own that too. Ones. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, was, was it, did he have another big hit right before Men in Black? Wild that, Wild that West like, came out afterward. Was it? Independence okay. Day. Independence Day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like that movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, was 96. I, I watched a lot of Twister too, baby. Oh, Yeah. For sure. It's weird. My I, brother was obsessed with that movie. I was kind of, it's so fascinating to me because as a kid, I was a very, I don't want to say sheltered because I don't think my, 
I don't think my mom was ever somebody who would be like, you're not allowed to watch that movie unless it was like, obviously like hard R like, and I'm six. Like she wasn't that type of person, but she also wasn't the type of person who was like, you know, censoring things from me. I was, and you guys know me. So you guys are probably going to sh- nod your head when I tell you this, but I was definitely the kid that was like, well, I'm not 13. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I sh- I'm you al- censored yourself. Yeah, I, I'm not allowed to watch this PG-13 <laughs> movie. I'm not 13 yet. That's so Steve. Like I was living the edge of, I was the most edgiest kid ever when I was, uh, when I was 12 and a half, when I was, no, <laughs> when I was six years old, I thought I was breaking so many rules. I thought I was downright dangerous. The government was going to come and take me because of how dangerous I was. You know why I thought that? Why? I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters. Oh my oh goodness. My a PG 13 movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's over double my age at that time <laughs> oh my a guy gets eaten off the toilet and, and i close my eyes okay yeah. so I, I didn't go all the way and i closed my eyes yeah that way but, they wouldn't but be yeah, chasing the, your whole life there was there a, like, i'm a bad bad man <laughs> I, I went home and i'm like i'm a bad boy mom <laughs> just like yeah i took you <laughs> it says parental guidance you take off your belt and hand it to her yeah. <laughs> you had a belt. I bet you wore a belt at that age too. Oh, for and sure. Suspenders. I did for have suspenders. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Steve typically wears a full jacket all summer. Uh, he's still that. Guy. <laughs> he's still that guy. You and I both. The first, the moment we saw him, we were like, "Where's your jacket, bud?" Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you it, made me notice it because you're oh, just a okay. t-shirt, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it gets cold inside." <laughs> I get what you're saying. If you wear more layers, you can always take them off. You're just a practical guy. Yeah. But you can't add layers if you don't bring them. That's true. That's true. That's a cold hard fact. That's for true. Do you guys ever watch uh, like Howard the Duck? And Dick Tracy as kids. I love those two movies. I had both those movies were on bootleg because they were like opaque black cases. Yeah. I don't know how we got them, but I, I I've seen Dick Tracy. I don't think I've actually ever sat down and fully watched Howard the Duck. Really? And yeah. it's such a big Lucas fan. Too. I know. I like. I know. I know of it. I've seen a bunch of clips, but I don't think I've actually watched it. I don't think that's finish. an appropriate movie, but we watched it a lot. No, she doesn't like. She have sex with that duck. I don't remember. I was so <laughs> young. Marty I McFly's don't even remember. Mom have sex with that duck. <laughs> Wow, is it is she in it? Yeah, she's um, the love uh, interest. Uh, Elizabeth Shue? No, it's not Elizabeth Shue. It's uh, Le- 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 Leah Thompson. Is that it? Uh, it doesn't even sound familiar. Yeah, it's Leah Thompson. Oh. Yeah. I just want it to be known. I got there before IMDb. But I was IMDb a, did. I was a big fan of Dick Tracy. I can't believe you guys didn't watch I, that. Who 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 else was in that? Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Yeah, Warren Beatty. Are you going to the mall today? There's a Billy Madison reference. Oh, I watched a lot of uh, Adam Sandler movies thanks to Andy. That made me think of. Oh yeah, I watched so many Adam Sandler. And that was the thing. It was three of us. It was you and I and Nathan. Yeah. And Nathan was a friend of ours that uh, was closer to Steve's um, what disposition. Yes. But also, this time, though, forced by his parents. Think a wet noodle. He re- <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean, like, his parents were definitely not okay. Like, when we stayed the night at Nathan's house and she took us to Movie Warehouse, it was like I would bring uh, RoboCop to the desk and she'd be like, no. And I'm like... Yeah. Fuck you. you know? <laughs> I watch this all the time in my house. But, Kathleen. But uh, just, I never said that. I was a very nice boy. All right. Um, but Andy and I were similar in the fact like his parents didn't seem to give a fuck either. So I was he, the youngest of five. They so didn't know they, what was going on. They gave up by the time yeah, they gave up. I came around. So I'd go to Andy's house and he'd be like, so are you trying to fuck with Pulp Fiction or nah? You know? <laughs> and I'd be like, sure. 
Requiem for a Dream. You ever seen this? My brother gave it to me. <laughs> no, is that about dreams? Sort of. This is when you guys were six. <laughs> is it sick? <laughs> um, Andy's like, all I got to say is ass to ass. Let's watch it. <laughs> that cover of uh, Dick Tracy made me think of, and I don't know why it didn't occur to me until now. I watch it so many times. Uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah. Mm. So many times. Like, that was my first boner, probably. Was the, the, <laughs> the, you know who I'm Brad talking Pitt, about? Brad Pitt, I don't know. Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> What's the cartoon? Jessica Rabbit. Is that Jessica her, Rabbit? Is that her name? You think yeah. the, the lady in red? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Jessica like, Rabbit. Like come on. Cr- cr- uh, cr- Christopher Lloyd. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> we get steamrolled. You're like, Ooh. oh my god, Christopher Lloyd. That made me think of something, and it's not Back to the Future. Page Master. Page Master. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I was obsessed with Page Master. Talking about like the odds yes. of you falling out of the tree when the dad's trying to build the uh, the treehouse for him. He is like, there's like a 38 percent chance that I'm gonna fall down and mortally hurt myself. And all the Some references to like Culkin. classical literature that, that didn't I understand I didn't get at all. So like um, uh, Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness when the little horror books like the horror, the horror. I can remember that book saying that more than I can remember reading Heart of Darkness or even watching Apocalypse Now. Like Heart of Darkness is so hard to read. When I say that, people are like, oh, Marlon Brando. And I'm in my head, I'm like the book from Page Master actually, but whatever, live your dream. I really want to go back and watch that because now that we've studied so much literature. I've like, heard it does not hold up. I don't care. But I want to watch it. Many of these films often don't. Yeah. You know what I keep thinking of as we're talking about this, hmm. uh, other than Andy's boner now, is <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not wrong. I'm not. Hey, guys, it wouldn't be a baby shower without at least one. <laughs> I keep thinking of that little warning that popped up before every movie. Uh, this film has been formatted to fit your TV. Oh, yeah. And I used to I watched so many movies as a little lonely boy that I would just say that all the time. <laughs> I'd be getting in the fridge like this movie has been formatted to fit your TV. I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. And now I know they were cropping the movie. Yeah. And it, it like makes me want to puke. And I, had, I was like, this is funny. It's but not you, funny. You never realized that, especially back then. You're just like, this is how I saw it in the cinema. I was so, I didn't see, I didn't go to the cinema, but I was so dumb that when uh, widescreen DVDs that came was out. you. I was trying to remember who it was. I preferred full screen. I don't want a part <laughs> of my fucking image being blacked out on the TV. I want to see the whole damn thing. So I, I would purposefully buy full screen DVDs when I was like 13. God, it's gross to think about. Uh, I was now. just thinking about as you were starting to talk about the format thing. I was like, I had a friend that was like the full screen guy. It was you. <laughs> it, it was you all along. Well, man. I only had 19 inches of television, Andy. And like, <laughs> right. if you're cutting some of it off, damn, man, I'm already sitting as close as I can get to this thing without my mom yelling at me. I remember it blowing my little goddamn mind when I found out that uh, widescreen was more of the picture. Like you got, it doesn't make no sense. There's the smallest the TV in Andy's house was 32 inches. In his, in my defense, like he wasn't losing as much with the widescreen. He was gaining some extra picture on the sides. I was like, God damn, man, I can't see it anymore. Like my dad, I also loved wrestling until I was like 10. Loved wrestling. I was obsessed with it. Um, Greco Roman. Yes, <laughs> professional wrestling, mm. Stephen. Mm. Uh, and to only to watch uh, Thursday night SmackDown, which I don't even think is on Thursdays anymore. It's on Fridays. 
Thursday night SmackDown at the, do you remember when it was on Thursdays? Were yeah. you a fan on then? UPN? Yes, UPN. Yep. Yep. So the only TV in my house that got UPN was my dad's 13 inch TV with the little bunny ear antenna. Yes. So my dad would have to let me in his room, which I was not allowed in my parent. And I had a tiny apartment. There was a living room that was connected to an open kitchen, which was all one room. And then the bathroom and then the bedroom that my two brothers and I shared and my parents' bedroom. That was it. And I was not allowed to ever go in my parents' bedroom. I now know it's because they smoked weed, but I didn't at the time. I was just like, oh, that's a holy place. It's a sacrament. I can't go in there. <laughs> but my dad was like, oh, he fucking loves wrestling. So on Thursdays, he let me sit on his bed and watch the tiny UPN screen. that <laughs> still had like the pictures barely coming in, like little grains to it and stuff. Could barely hear what the announcers were doing. And I wasn't allowed to stay up late enough to watch Monday Night Raw because uh, I had a nine o'clock bedtime. Even though they let me watch rated R movies, we also had some like really stickler rules. Like I had to eat dinner at the kitchen table. Well, you got to eat. And I got to, uh, well, like a lot of kids, like Andy's house, it felt like yeah. chaos. Like I'd go to his house and he'd like hand me a plate and sit on the floor in the living room. And I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> Whereas in my house, it was like, if you take a drink out of the kitchen, you're, you're done for. And then I, if I ever did sneakily, I would spill it. <laughs> and my mom would be like, motherfucker. <laughs> That's why we have these rules. Exactly. So I was like, I get it now. That's my bad. <laughs> did you guys ever have a situation where you watched a movie so many times that you could actually recite it word for word? Like the yeah, entire movie? Several of them. Uh, for the longest time, uh, the South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Oh, yeah. Andy was a big <laughs> single word of that. I wasn't allowed to stay up late enough to watch South Park, but like Andy in fifth grade yeah. would stay up to 11 and he would watch South Park. And I got in trouble. And I was like, what a legend in kindergarten. <laughs> what a legend in kindergarten. We uh, went around a circle and we said what our favorite TV show was. And I got in trouble because I said Beavis and Butthead. And that was just <gasps> I stayed up and watched that with my brother to the principal's office with you, time. sir. But, yeah, it was, it was a big deal. Do you remember when uh, it was when wrestling was a big deal and it was in elementary school? We oh, the suck say, it sign? We weren't allowed to say the word suck anymore. And it was like the one time oh. that I got like pulled to the principal's office because I said, like, that must have sucked. Yeah. And I, I remember a girl named Dana told on me and I was like, fucking Dana, a two Brutus. And <laughs> but I'm like crying. And, and shit, he said, like, suck. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, being a kid sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing, though. I remember in. Uh, yeah, fifth grade about that. Our school banned like you could not wear wrestling shirts that said the suck it. Oh, yeah. Or South Park shirts, because that was like the zenith of the, the oh, popularity yeah. for those. I distinctly remember, I think it came out when I was in third grade and I had a friend named Jason, my best friend at the time. And he'd be like, he would always do the Mr. Hanky Christmas Boo uh, voice. Howdy ho. And he'd come into school and be like, howdy ho. And all the other kids would be like, high five, Jason. And I would be like, ha 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 I also get that reference. because you, you were Captain America? I, was, I wasn't able to see it. Yeah. So that was unfortunate. Then I was going home and putting in my double VHS Braveheart. Did you have movies that you knew every word? Yeah. So I actually at one point knew every single word to Spaceballs. Wow. Nice. Which you were cultured. Looking back on that, if you can imagine like a seven-year-old me who's Man, like, we found shit. <laughs> All I, in the desert. I bet she gives great helmet. Like, because <laughs> I knew what that joke meant back then. <laughs> oh, I've got one. Me and Nathan, Monty Python and the, the Holy Grail. Oh, that's we watched a good one. that over and over and over. And I loved that movie. I've always been a big fan of British comedy. Mr. Bean killed it in my household. <laughs> 
Uh, you, and you haven't watched Man vs. B yet? I have not. My brother, my son saw that. He's a big Mr. Bean fan. He always wants to watch. Uh, his was after my time, after my fanhood of Mr. Bean died. I watched the actual Mr. Bean show that was kind of like uh, an early jackass, but clean. Because he would go out the streets and like prank people by sitting on a park bench and taking out like a... Uh, like a whoopee cushion full of tea and you know what I mean? And they'd watch it prepare his tea on the bench and then they would have this laugh track. (laughs) (laughs) Um, America's funniest home videos, all that stuff is what I was always watching. Uh, But there's a uh, Mr. Bean like spy movie series, Johnny English, I think it's called. Oh yeah, Johnny English, yeah. So I haven't seen any of those, but he likes watching them all the time. And I always lie to my son, like when we're driving home, dad, you want to watch Johnny English? And he's always like, it's not even the first one. It's like, do you want to watch, do you ever seen uh, Johnny English three? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, no. And he's like, do you want to watch that when we get to the house? And I'm always like, every time I go, yeah, probably. Let's see. And I know, definitely not. <laughs> and like in my heart, before I say it, I know 100% no. Like, you know, I'm going to lie to my kid. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> let's see how much time we have. And then when we get there, I'm like, Star Wars? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, One day he's going to get you. He's going to get you to watch Johnny English 3 and you're going to love it. You're gonna be. Why did I deprive myself of this amazing? It might uh, be a masterpiece. Cultural. This is. This is. Uh, what's his name? Rowan Atkins. Yeah. What is this? Is Rowan Atkins? Uh, I've all, magnum opus. I've already watched Shark Boy and Lava Girl. All the spy classic kids. movie. Those are spy movies that are pretty terrible that I can still stomach. I don't know. He's almost ready for like Mission Impossible. I think so. If he's into spies, I got something for you, buddy. Well, if he was Ethan clocking Hunt, in a Shaun Ethan of the Dead. Hunt. <laughs> Ethan. Ethan Hunt. Chris, I really would like to spend time with your children. <laughs> no, no, no. Is it because I creep you out? Yes. Mm, you were I in the get, Green Knight. I get that a lot. The Green Knight should have been a better movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to some listener emails. We got a, a bunch of emails. We're going to read as many of them as we can. I know we're running late on time as we... Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, ceremonially welcome my daughter into this world very soon. We got an email from uh, Kalisha. I hope that's how it's pronounced. I'm so sorry if it's not. And the email says, hi, guys. Congratulations, Chris, on your new edition. Thank you. So childhood movies. My favorites are The NeverEnding Story. Sorry, I didn't win the poll. Just the first one. The two sequels were awful. Also, the Labyrinth. I think it's just Labyrinth. You guys, Labyrinth was a big one in my household oh, as well. Labyrinth is one of my favorite movies. You're of all a huge time. Bowie fan. Yeah, that was a, a big Labyrinth for fan. me until I got a little older. Uh, Milo and Otis. Anything with oh Milo and Otis. Oh, little monsters. She goes on to say, I loved Little Monsters. It's got the guy from fucking uh, Wonder Years. Howie Mandel. No. Isn't Howie Mandel? Talking, oh, he is. Howie Mandel's the Fred, monster. Fred Savage. Yes, Fred Savage. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. But Howie Mandel was the monster. I know my Howie Mandel. I'm sorry, movie, you're sir. right. <laughs> all the blue makeup threw me off. I've tried. Dude, to, I used to watch uh, Milo and Otis all the time. That that just. I don't think me. I've ever seen Milo. I used and Otis. to watch it so many times when I was a little kid. Oh, but I then I about Milo but then Otis. I grew up and found out that they like tortured all those animals. I'm like, oh, I feel bad for loving that movie. <laughs> oh my god! It just I mean, this is not in Kalisha's email. Homeward Bound was my favorite movie when I was like five. Um, The movie's great. She goes on to say, I've tried to get my kiddos into the classics, but movie technology has advanced so much since the 1900s. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And my kids will not sit through the special effects of my childhood classics. That's one thing I love about my son. Like he can watch the original trilogy, old Indiana, like old, they're from the 80s, but Indiana Jones movies. He loves that shit. He doesn't think a thing of it. Uh, my kids are all five years apart at ages 20, 15, and 10, so their movie preferences are all completely different. However, one franchise seems to transcend our age gaps, and that's Harry Potter. 
Potter. Hey, all of yeah, let's go. Uh, Mason has not gotten into Harry Potter yet. It makes me sad. Oh, all yes. of my kids love the movies. So I've had a chance to experience their fandom on three different occasions. And I love every minute of it. Nothing like going on an HP binge during the Christmas break. My youngest daughter has also become a huge Stranger Things fan, supporting her very own Hellfire Club shirt. Mm, you're These- raising that child right. My son also loves Stranger Things. These movies, not a contest, but he hasn't watched four. (laughs) (laughs) These movie bonds that we share with our kids are priceless. Even at my big age of forty, I still have the fondest memories of my dad bringing home a new VHS copy of Batteries Not Included or All Dogs Go to Heaven. All dogs go to heaven. Full circle moment when you can relive those blissful times with your own kids. A new generation of movie buffs. Best wishes from Montana, Kalisha. What, what a great email crushing it. And you're so right about a movie marathon of Harry Potter. It's like the end of fall when that becomes the right thing to do. So my wife twice a year watches all uh, eight of the movies and uh, God love her. God love her. Like literally in one day, she does it twice a year. Well, so they're incredible. I'm sure that my daughter will be a Harry Potter, but it's not stuck with Mason yet. Wait to have kids and raise them on Harry Potter. I cannot wait for that. He's going to put the book in their crib. And be like, before we get to the next email, uh, baby, a guest on our show, back from the porch. What was your favorite movie? Oh, okay. That's oh, good. That's mm, a good one. That's a good one. Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> Aristocats. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Uh, our next email comes from Will. 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 My boy. <laughs> Will writes, happy baby shower, Chris, Andy, and Steve. Oh, thanks. Thank you. No, I mean, we can all agree this is our our baby as yeah. well. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yes. I, I'm happy to have a daughter here soon, too. I'm happy about one, having one third of a baby. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a lot worse that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My top three movies growing up in the 90s were, number one, The Sandlot. Mm, mm. Love it. Number two, Homer Bound. Yeah! There it is. Number three, Twister. Yeah! But Sandlot for me, big time. I was at such a baseball family. That and Rookie of the Year. Are you kidding me? Oh, what about Angels in the Outfield? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You see the kid from Rookie of the Year showed up at a random uh, Bowling for Soup concert that was local like last week? No. no. I, I, like the main kid from Rookie of the Year? Yeah. He was in um, American Pie. I remember that's the last name. Oh, I yeah. He grew up to be in that. Yeah. That's right. Um, but Will goes on. Don't have much to say as to why super, I was super obsessed with these movies, but I still love them, and they hold a special place in my heart. Much love from your friend Will up in Toronto, Will. Canada, eh? P.S. Wanted to thank you guys for reading my email in the second mailbag episode. Your words of love and comfort mean a lot, and I appreciate you three, eh? Oh, he added A at the end. He I, really did say I, I threw in the first A on my own. I didn't know there was going to be one. Uh, we really appreciate you, Will. That's, that's why we do this. We, we are so um, enamored. With, with having so many friends now to nerd out with. Steve, we got another email, I believe. Uh, this email comes in from Hannah. She writes, hi guys. Firstly, huge congratulations to Chris. Such exciting times. And oh my goodness, the baby cuddles. So many baby cuddles coming around the corner. Baby, oh. what do you think about the baby cuddles? <laughs> she loves them. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, Hannah continues, but let's do this. Oh, I'm sorry. So she wrote a, a huge, enormous email. So I tried to trim it down to a little bit to the to the to the big bits. Uh, she writes, when I was nine, we moved from a place in the UK called Northampton to Liverpool. I'm sure you've all heard of that place. Winky face. We accidentally kept some videos from our Beatles are from Liverpool, Liverpool, the Beatles. You got to read it like she said it, Steve. <laughs> 
We accidentally get. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Accidentally, <laughs> <laughs> I sound like we accidentally. I'm just going to butcher that whole language. We accidentally kept some videos from our local video shop. There you go. <laughs> it's called Bogarts. I don't know if that's the accent of Liverpool, though. I think I that's a different either. area of England. Uh, it was called Bogarts, and I can still see the logo in my mind. It was an orange cover with a black silhouette of a hat and a cigarette smoke and cigarette smoke coming out from the underneath. Annie Hoozle. so cool. She wrote Annie Hoozle. <laughs> the movies we accidentally stole were on constant rotation. Back to the Future, Little Shop of Horrors, yes. and Robin Hood with the foxes. Oh, they had class. I forgot about the foxes. Remember where they're doing the bone arrow contest and they keep shooting through each other's arrows? Yeah. Yes. You guys watch that movie? Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a classic. I was more film. of a men in tights guy, but... I mean, you just like men in tights. <laughs> Robin, sure. you've lost Full your stop. arms. <laughs> nice pair of tits, though. <laughs> Hannah continues, best of luck to Chris and his partner for the journey ahead. I hope it all goes smoothly. Best of wishes to you all. P.S. I have another movie of significance for my childhood. It comes with a bit of an emotional heft, which you guys are no stranger to, but might not be right tone for a baby shower show. I had a pretty awful childhood, particularly those years in Liverpool. I... I was left home alone quite a lot, and I would sneak into the living room, plug in the TV and VCR, and make sure I remembered exactly where the plugs had been left on the carpet. Then I would watch My Fair Lady. I would be sat right in front of the TV, absorbing every outfit and song, waiting for the sound of the car returning so I could put everything back as it was and run up the stairs. I love that movie so much. Clearly desperate for my own transformation, or rescue from my current situation. The good news is that I did get out, and over time, I was able to create my own story and make my own family and get that happy ending. Get it, girl? Let's never stop watching movies, and good ones can make magic happen. I'm so happy for you, Hannah, that you're able to get out of that, and I'm glad that that movie meant a lot to you. And, that, and that's the thing. like <laughs> Movies can really kind of uh, uh, change your life, especially at a young age. Like Absolutely. And I really want to watch so much My for Fair Lady that. now, because uh, you can learn so much about somebody just by finding out about the things that they like. Yeah. And I don't know Hannah, but I, I do want to know that piece of her. I that think sounds awesome. that movie for me would have been almost famous, but um, I really appreciate you sharing that. That means a lot that you trust us with stuff like that. So thank you. Um, the next email comes in from Katharina. Hey guys, it's Katharina from Cologne again. You asked for our childhood movie experiences, and I hope I'm not too late with this email. First of all, I want to say that Stranger Things was so accurate with the way baby Holly learns about Freddy Krueger because that is exactly what happened to me. My cousin told me I was not allowed to watch A Nightmare on Elm Street because it's about a guy who kills children in their dreams. So of course, what I imagined, thanks to that info, was way worse than the actual movie. I guess that's a pretty common childhood experience. <laughs> Someone tells you about a crazy movie and your imagination runs wild until you actually watch the movie. Do you guys remember your very first movie favorite movie sorry mine was labyrinth i was four years old magic dance was my absolute favorite song and i was sure dance, magic dance <laughs> i was sure that i would marry david bowie someday my uncle had copied labyrinth for us and it was the second movie on that tape because i watched it over and over again he didn't know how to rewind using time codes i also know the ending to an officer and a gentleman by heart <laughs> without ever having seen the whole film the joys of bootleg vhs Labyrinth was such an important movie in our family that my sister still quotes it on a regular basis. We recently went on vacation together, and every time one of us said hello, we would start the whole, hello. Hello. Did you say hello? <laughs> no, I, I said, said hello, but that's close enough. Thing. As always, thank you for all your work. I love the podcast so much, and congrats to Chris and his wife. Best regards, Katharina. Thank you so much for writing in, Katharina. Do you remember your first favorite movie? Oh, it would have probably been Homeward Bound or something like that. Yeah. Aladdin. Sword in the Stone. Aladdin. Maybe even Lion King. Yeah. 
Mine was E.T. Nice. Yeah. Damn, that's such a good film bro answer. I, I'm I, switching mine to E.T. I, yeah. I actually, uh, Close Encounters. Legit, I wore out the VHS on our Schindler's our List. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. I've changed my answer. Uh, next uh, email comes umbrellas in from... Umbrellas of Sherberg. <laughs> next email comes in from Corey. Corey writes, Hi, friends. I had to write in to send good vibes soon to, to soon-to-be dad, Chris. Congrats, my dude. Thank you. One of the most rewarding things about being a father is getting to share your passions with your children. I'm an avid reader, a Star Wars nerd, and a huge fan of the horror genre. Let's just say that it's no coincidence that my son bears the name of the my fa- the first name of my favorite author, Stephen King. Mm. Being able to share my Michael. love of reading, <laughs> <laughs> being able to share my love of reading with my son has been incredibly rewarding. He used to hate reading, but over time, watching his dad read daily convinced him there might just be something to this whole book thing Mm. we are currently reading goblet of fire let's go my third time his first enjoying chatting after we both finished reading a few chapters at a time i gotta say though third time that's rookie numbers you need to (laughs) god damn don't throw shade andy he's he's raising a child after we after we finish the harry potter thing i look forward to introducing him to, to tolkien Sharing my love of Star Wars has also been great. We've watched all the movies several times and are working our way through the Disney stuff. I recently brought out my Star Wars toys from my childhood to let him play with them. He's amassed an almost encyclopedic knowledge of the Star Wars universe, and we have a pretty kick-ass collection of Star Wars Legos miniatures. Nice. That's awesome. As to the horror genre, we'll get there when he's old enough. Fatherhood (laughs) is one of the most rewarding things in life, and I wish you the best of luck on the exciting journey you're about to begin. Huzzah. Aaron Kay. P.S. Can we please get an after hours pod or even a mini pod hosted by Argyle, Marty B, and Gary the Demogorgon? <laughs> P.P.S. Does that make Gary a Gary Gorgon? A Gary Gorgon. Gary. I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for stopping in, Gary. Uh, I, this is something that I kind of, you know, when I, if I were to become a father one day, I always dreamed of the moment of sharing my passion of Star Wars with my little ones because Star Wars was such a huge thing in my childhood. Yeah, Mason just got into Star Wars like a couple of weeks ago, and it's been really, really interesting. Like, I want to do the thing so bad where I film my kid watching Empire Strikes Back when they find that reveal and just the plot twist of, you know, that I am your father. Like, yeah. I want to film that. It's been like just such a dream of me dream of mine for so long and uh, a professor of mine from school um really cool dude uh gibson mm-hmm. um he is a huge star wars nerd as well and i i kind of told him one day like oh because he has two kids and they'll come they used to come to campus and i remember one year they came and they were all dressed up as star wars characters like he was obi-wan and his son was a stormtrooper his daughter was ray and uh i forget what his wife was but they were all something jabba Jabba the Hutt. Uh, and I remember asking him, like, hey, how cool is it that you're getting to impart your Star Wars uh, fandom on your kids? And he, he, he blew my mind with a story because he's like, honestly, it's very stressful because one of my favorite things is I wanted to be I want to be able to film my kids when they get to the I am your father moment. And I was like, oh, me, too. And He's like, yeah, no, it's horrifying because my kids go to daycare and I'm so petrified that another kid is going to tell them this before I reveal it to them. And I was like, I never thought of that because kids are fucking narcs. (laughs) (laughs) They are. He'll tell you everything about yourself and the world. Um, I don't know. I don't. Mason made it all the way to almost fourth grade. And he recently was like, did you know? <laughs> well, he doesn't talk like that now, but that's how I like to think of it. Dad, did you know? Did you not? I don't know why he's a valley girl. Did you not? Father. No. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, yeah, I did know that. And But then he kind of gets stuff wrong too because he's really early in the fandom. 
Uh, and he was like, what did he say the other day? I laughed at him. I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he was like, uh, Kylo Ren is uh, Darth Vader's dad. And I was like, sit down, son. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck your mom's telling room. you. <laughs> your dad's house now. So here's what we're going to say. Uh, I, I straightened him out. And now he's got a Kylo Ren mask and the Kylo Ren saber. And he's on his way. And, and he's always a cool saber. He's always running around going, hey, dad, let and, the past die. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kill it if you have to. Yeah. I asked him, he said, can I have some pudding? And I was like, no, it's too late. And then he said to me, it's so weird. I don't even get it. He's like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> more. <laughs> I was looking for a more opportunity. More. <laughs> <laughs> we got another email, Steve. Oh, is this my turn? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one comes in from Tyler. Tyler writes, what's up, my dudes? What's up, my dudes? Uh, First, congrats, Chris. Thank you. I'm a dad to a soon-to-be four-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. Congratulations to you. My wife and fellow new patron, Candace, love the show. Oh, thank you, guys. All their patrons. I totally meant to get you guys an email for the Stranger Things email back and failed to do it in the very much publicized amount of time. <laughs> I get <laughs> so it. That's absolutely on me. I get it. But just very quickly, love Marty B. Never, ever stop Marty B. Impressions. Emphasis on his emph- emphasis. Argyle too. Too much Argyle negativity out there. So not cool internet. And I hope Indiana is a desolate wasteland when season five opens up. Not just Hawkins. I'm from here. I can say that. That being said, this pod is far more. This pod is a far more fitting one. See, I found you guys because Stranger Things, but your love of movies and television are what is keeping me here. Aw, thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> he continues, my family day, my family's days are always filled with kids' shows and movies. I love it. Being a kid of the 90s, born in 92, I was operating a VCR like a pro by three. My mom used it as a tool to keep me occupied while she got things done around the house, and my granny would use it as a bonding tool for us. The Wizard of Oz is my all-time favorite movie because because of how many times I watched it as a kid with her. That's adorable. It's a big reason I also spent two years of college uh, studying TV and film medium. It was my earliest ADD hyperfixation. <laughs> Outside of Airbud and Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, my kids, however, don't care much for any of my childhood favorites. Today, we watch a lot of Trolls, Minions, Ron's Gone Wrong, Benedict Cumberbatch's Grinch. It's hard to tell my daughter no when she points to the TV and says, Grinch! And a Ginch. Ginch. Oh, Ginch. Sorry. <laughs> Ginch. Uh, baby, what do you have to say about that? Eee. Thank you. That's fair. <laughs> he continues. Uh, uh, my four-year-old son loves it. I think he's talking. Yeah, and he, a fuck ton of turning fu- red. A fuck ton. I, I saw that, but I didn't know how I would just start up the sentence by going, and a fuck ton of turning red. <laughs> <laughs> That's just by diving in, my guy. Sidebar, I love turning red. I, su- I, I support that. That's a great movie. We spend a lot of time laughing watching the movies and spending time hanging out listening to the soundtracks. I love seeing my kids enjoy the things that bring me joy. My top five movies from my childhood, uh, Spy Kids, the Little Giants. That's yes. a great Deep movie. Cut. Holy shit, yeah. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Yes. Is that was The Secret of the Ooze? Uh, no, that was no, the second one. That I think. was the one where they introduced the the White Ranger. Oh, okay, okay, Tommy. I, uh, heavyweights and the Wizard. Heavyweights, classic. Heavyweights is great. Crazy Ben Don't Stiller. Put Twinkies on your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he says those those films 
are the ones that made me me for sure. Love the pod and listening to you guys just be friends. It's awesome and I'm jealous and it makes me want to start up a podcast with my friends. Keep up the killer work. Candace and I are looking forward to having streaming things date nights, watching the poll winner for the month so we can listen to the pod together. Oh, oh, that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Much love from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Looking forward to getting more involved with the community and in a more timely manner. <laughs> Uh, that was from Tyler. Thank you so much, Tyler. That's awesome. Tyler, uh, Candace, thank you so much. Streaming things, date nights. What a what a concept. I love that. It almost made me cry. But really? I can't do it on the pod. Everybody will judge me. Yeah, just the idea that, you know, we're part of somebody's connection and I don't know. Yeah, Shut up, super, Steve. That's super cool. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Fuck. Quit looking at me. <laughs> our, uh, our next email comes in from Monique. Hey, guys. Though hey. I've been listening and loving your show since the first season of Stranger Things. Wow. That's oh, awesome. Monique's a real G. She's an OG. This is the first time I've written because I really want to share my childhood movie experience. I'm a child of the 70s and a teenager of the 80s. In fact, I'm the same age as the Stranger Things kids. So, so 40. Uh, so this means my parents took me to see things in the theater. I probably should not have seen. My first of a child after my own heart. <laughs> my first memory of seeing a movie is Saturday Night Fever, Andy's favorite movie, which I definitely should not have seen since I was seven years old. And most of the content went over my head anyway. I like the dancing and music. I also got to see Raiders of the Lost Ark in the theater. Oh, wow. that's so cool. I'm and jealous. None of us were expecting the melty face thing at the end, but it was fine. I'm not scarred by it at all. <laughs> I saw E.T. at a fifth grade birthday party. My friends all thought he was really cute. I did not. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not. He's not cute. But I liked the movie and seeing those bikes fly into the air was my favorite part. I still get weepy when I see it because I'm a sap. A few years later, we got a cable Same. box on the TV in my brother's room. This was a big deal and watched way too many age inappropriate movies like Fast Times at Ridgemont High and all the Friday the 13th movies. Nice. Uh, at what point did you pause Fast Times? <laughs> Asking for a friend. We were about 12 and 9. Now I'm a mom and I'm making sure my 14 year old has had a proper pop culture education with movies and TV. Early on, I tried to introduce Labyrinth to her and while she liked David Bowie, who doesn't, those dark Muppets scared the hell out of her. It is a creepy Understandable. movie. No luck with the no. Ne <laughs> no luck with the never ending story either. Also a creepy movie. But we she didn't yeah. say that. That was me. But both we both agree <laughs> that the song at the end of Stranger Things season three is one of the best things ever. One hundred percent. Hell yeah. Despite those movies not clicking, she loved and still loves the Nightmare Before Christmas. Other family favorites are the TV series Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the Princess Bride. Chris, Inconceivable. <laughs> Chris, be sure to provide your daughter with plenty of strong female role models. My daughter dressed up as Valkyrie last Halloween. Hell yeah. Finally. That's badass. Your daughter's cool. It's awesome. I recommend classic Muppet Show. Some of those old episodes hold up pretty well, but choose wisely. Sorry this is so long. Thank you for such a clever and entertaining and thoughtful and goofy show. Love y'all. Monique, you can use my name. Oh, thank goodness, because I already did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody else said that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for writing in. And never fear that it's too long. We, we do read them all, and we're trying desperately to, to reply to all the ones we don't read out on the show. Yeah, we're a little behind. We're very, very behind. We're getting there. We're trying. I knock out like 20 or 30 every couple of days and I like feel like it gets But then worse. like 30 or 40 are added to. Yeah. Which again, I think is a good <laughs> problem to have. I just don't want you guys to ever think it's it's writing to avoid because it is not. Hey man, I did a total of three today. So my guy, get mm. fist bump. <laughs> I, I peep them when I can. I respond every once in a while. My life changes have uh, stopped me. For the longest time, I was like on top. You were of the main one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that's had to fall off recently. But I do go back and read them i'm just a little late on it so i do appreciate it uh we got another email we got two left next email comes in from kiki kiki, kiki says hi my dudes and assorted streaming things associates life partners children pets etc oh she's talking to me miss penny someone wrote to you charlotte's web 
This is one of my favorite books. From wow, childhood. I forgot that one. My mother would read a chapter at night at bedtime when I was too young to read. Then I read it myself when I got older. Now that she's recently passed, this story and memory keep her alive for me in a real way. Of course, as a wee girl, I watched the animated film, 1973, Dimension I'm Old as Fuck. Mm-hmm. Is that and movie really from 1973? I wouldn't have believed that, but I, I watched, watched that, that a ton. ton. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, but also, we have older siblings, so that's almost certainly why. That's true. Um, let's see here. I watched it. I, w- I watched the animated film and loved it. Even though the animation is not up to today's, to today's standards, Paul Lynn as Tim Templeton is a, is priceless. Templeton's great. Debbie Reynolds is a national treasure. I could go on. Uh, uh, she, she wrote some really kind things about wanting to donate to a registry to, uh, for Chris. And sadly we don't have that, but uh, join the Patreon if you have it. <laughs> but also like that wasn't the point of this episode either. It was yeah. more of a, we, we really appreciate you guys reaching out and wanting to do, cause several people reached out about that or about a registry for Chris. And it's, uh, it's, we didn't expect that at all. That's not what we were fishing for. Yeah. No, no. But some of the listeners um, have done that and like stuff like that. Like when, when Reese bought us dinner, cause there is like a Venmo link in my uh, Twitter bio that I put on there when I was just a TikTok guy and, uh, and Kiki actually, kicked in some some stuff for cupcakes for the for the baby shower party and stuff so oh, that's so sweet. I, only reason i bring that up is to say thank you so much like again it's that kind of stuff that it just it blows my mind the the kind of i feel like i've never been on another successful podcast but i feel like we have just like extra special kind listeners um the best and it's it's just really it's really overwhelming and awesome so thank you so much and thank you kiki for that email and our last email our, is for Mr. Steve. Uh, this one comes in from Tori. They write, first of all, what an awesome idea. That's Thanks. Steve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> baby, See, I thought I could get away hey, with it. Hey, man, I, was yeah. try- I, I didn't know. Why did you have to give credit? I worked like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dark. Uh, baby, what do you think about that idea? It's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> uh, Tori continues, my favorite childhood movie is an 80s classic. E.T., you say? Goonies? 16 Candles? Love them all. But my favorite is Space Cam. Space I don't think I've heard of this. Is that going to be something everybody's mad about? I'll Google that. I honestly don't think I know about it's it. It's going to be like a War Games where I get just like lambasted completely. Oh, we should make Space Camp. Oh, we're already putting on the Patreon next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to Space Camp. I don't think Andy I've ever did. Seen I remember movie. that. You had this shirt. Dude, I was like, you ah. went to Space Camp? Yeah, dude. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. It was incredible. And we, dude, we had like six or seven tornado. Can I touch you right now? Tornado touch. Uh, I said, who wants to fucking touch me? <laughs> Uh, Who wants to touch him? <laughs> that was a nice tail reference. Oh, mine was uh, South Park Bigger, Longer, Nice. I've seen the Terrence Hill movie. Um, but yeah, no, uh, there were like six or seven tornado touchdowns that occurred during the like couple days that we were there. I remember so, that too. My experience of Space Camp was getting woken up several times a night to have to go hide in the basement. <laughs> it, 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 it was intense, but it was awesome. Me and my buddy Nathan that uh, Chris was talking about earlier, we got on uh, the Space Needle, which is like a smaller version of the uh, what's the big drop thing at uh, Drop Zone, drop zone? at at, at uh, Kings Island. So it's like a smaller version of that. We rode. The, our dads must have been so pissed because there was one day where we led. That was all we wanted to do, and we rode it like forty times in a row. <laughs> and they're just sitting there on the bench. <laughs> God. At a time, we're like, we're awesome. God love and them. They're just like, our kids fucking suck. <laughs> that was the thing, though, growing up. Like, that was like the holy grail of childhood experiences. Like, oh, man, I want to go to space camp so bad. Dude, dude, I got to watch this movie. 
Yeah. I got it. That's, this those, is Tori's those are, favorite those are movie. my peeps. Uh, Tori continues, I, like so many other kids in, the eight, in 85, 86, I was going into the sixth grade when the movie came out, was obsessed with NASA, space shuttles, flying jets in the military to get the space program, and following Krista McAuliffe's training as the teacher going into space. I feel like we'd be friends. And I wanted to go to space camp in Huntsville so bad. Is that the is that the space camp you went to? Was Huntsville? Uh, is that in Alabama? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you you dirty dog! <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dog! <laughs> now Tori's going to be so mad. She's she's going to be opposite. Where instead of like us not knowing Leah Thompson's oh. name, she's like, oh, I gotta <laughs> I gotta write Andy. I'm so jealous. Um, Continuing on, but it was never in the cards financially for my parents. I'm from a tiny farming town in Missouri. The movie just exasperated all of that. The movie has a little bit of interesting history that goes with your streaming things rewatches. Poised to be a blockbuster, Tom Skerritt, Leah Thompson, Kate Capshaw, Kelly Preston, all those great names. Uh, It was supposed to be released right around the Challenger launch. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. When tragedy struck, they shelved it until later in the year, but it did not do nearly as well as they had hoped. Obviously, no one wanted to watch kids get accidentally launched into space, followed by dangerous (laughs) hijinks. Understandable. That's my childhood movie story. Congrats to Chris on your baby girl and much love to all of you uh, from Tori. Thank you so much for writing in Tori. From Los Angeles, she made it out of Missouri. Hey, yeah. Nice. Not that there's anything wrong with Missouri to our Missouri listeners. Go Dodgers. <laughs> Second favorite team. Is that also a, go Reds? Is, is that a Missouri team? No, it's no. LA. LA oh, Dodgers. Okay. I don't. The, the, the baseball. I only oh, know because my son's team. obsessed okay. with baseball. Missouri, now. that'd be uh, the Cardinals. Oh, okay. We sport ball. I'm learning yeah. all kinds of things about the balls and sports. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm still laughing about you being like Challenger. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers Uh, that's all the time we have for right now but before we end the show the most important part of any show is our Mad Lib Steve what monstrosity did we create well you created the story titled back to the 80s it goes like this quick grab the plutonium and birth inside this DeLorean Mm. my name is Dr. Cyan and I raised here from the future we're taking a diaper back in time to the 1980s, a decade all about big hair and even bigger ovaries. <laughs> Push yourself in. This is going to be <laughs> This is going to be a colicky ride. First, we'll stop at Suburban Breastfeeding Mall to buy you some new clothes, like a neon onesie and an acid <laughs> and an acid wash moo. <laughs> that way, no one will know that you burped from the future. Mm. Next, we'll head to the arcade to cry some video games. But watch out, danger lurks around every bottle. <laughs> You might find yourself face to placenta with a stranger, or worse, a yuppie. Whatever you vibe, you must remember to just say, me. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and try not to console into your parents. That can get pretty cuddly pretty fast. <laughs> it can get cuddly when your parents are consoling you. Well, Chris, I hope that you liked this 
haphazardly thrown together baby sh- shower to celebrate your uh, next adventure into fatherhood. I, it, it definitely was awesome. Thank you guys for for coming up with this idea and thinking of it. And thank you to all of our listeners uh, from the, I think it was Patreon where you posted the question. So yes. all the patrons for writing in and, and being a part of this. It's awesome. I'm very excited. So sometime in the next, it could be tomorrow. It could be a couple more weeks, but because uh, the due date's July 30th, but I don't think she's, the doctor said she's not going to make it that far. So the uh, the baby will be out soon and uh, I, I might be coming soon yeah (laughs) to a life near you but uh that's all the time we have for right now i love you all so much my name is chris i'm andy and i'm steve and this is streaming things happy streaming baby happy streaming It's time to thank the patrons, and so with me, I brought our special guest, the baby, back to read all of our patron shoutouts. Baby, Steve, <laughs> I'm so proud of you for forming full sentences at such a young age. <laughs> so, uh, with that, without further ado, baby, let's thank the patrons: mm-hmm. Aaron Wells, Double mm-hmm. A Aaron A, Double mm-hmm. R Aaron A, mm-hmm. Aaron B, mm-hmm. Aaron K, Aaron L, A, Adam C, Adam R, mm-hmm. Amanda. Mm-hmm. Amelia, Andrew, Andy, Angela, Annie, Annie H, RK Chenarians, Ariana, Ashley, Brenda, Brittany, S. Cake. It says a lot about Andy's dog parenting that Penny is getting so fucking hyped at his baby talk right now. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Penny's getting so fucking excited over there. She's like, me? My turn? <laughs> He's kidding me. Oh, the baby just said, uh, Carlo, thank you. Thank you, Carmelita, KCM, and KCH. Uh, Katerina, he says, thank you, Katerina. Thank you, Chloe, Cody, Cryptoholic. Thank you, Daniel and David. That, was just, that one was just for you, E. Lopez. <laughs> Believe it or not, that wasn't an affirmation. That was a thank you to Emily, Enza, Erica, Irvin, Gavin, Glenn, and Hannah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Heath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, baby says thank you, ja- uh, Jocelyn, Jacob, Jay, Jake, Jared, Jeanette. Uh, that one was just for AJ and Jenny. Oh, sorry. Uh, baby also wanted me to include Jennifer, Jessica, Jimmy, Joel A, Joel D, John M, John R, Jordan, and Josh in that. Thank you as well. Uh, uh, baby says thank you very fucking much, Jungle. <laughs> uh, that little adorable chuckle was a, actually a thank you for Alicia and uh, Candace. Uh, that one was just for Katharina. Oh, okay, okay. I'll thank Kate. I'll thank Katie, Kayla, Kelsey, Carrie, Kevin, Kiki, and Kimberly. Yeah, Kristen, too. We thanked Kristen. Uh, oh, yes, we are, of course, thanking Kyle, Lady Presley, Lisa, uh, Marcelina, Marcelina. I hope we're pronouncing that right. Baby, how would you pronounce that? <laughs> Word. Uh, that that last one was for Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> Thank you, Mills. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, Mindy, M- MJ, Monique. <laughs> uh, that one was for Nick. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Uh, that one's for Orion. Uh, thank you, Paula, Phil, Reese. That was for every single individual member of the Reese fa- Reed family. Uh, that was for Robin. Thank you, Robin. Uh, baby says thank you, Rose. 
uh, Samantha S. Uh, Sandra and Sandra A. Uh, Sarah F. and Sarah P. Uh, he said mama, but I think he's thinking Sean. Oh, I, I, it sounded like he said mama too, but that just means Sergio. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Did you say mama's so hot? Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Shay, is what the baby really meant to say. Uh, so, oh, thank you, Stephanie. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, is Stephen the V? Stephen V? Ste- yeah, Stephen the V. Yeah, his name is just going to constantly change our whole podcast run. Oh, yeah. And a baby is actually finishing it out with a thank you to Tara, Toby, Thomas, Shay, Thomas V, Tyler, Will, and Zach. Thank you, Cake. Thank you, Cake. <laughs> Pet Miss Penny. Penny, Penny, hi. 